Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Jesus. He told his people to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day of the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee proclaiming that we need to watch therefore. King Jesus is coming any moment in the clouds for his people. We're continuing in the first segment of our program in the book of 2 Timothy, a word of prayer, and let's get going. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you for your great love and goodness for us. I pray that you would bless all of our viewers today. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please you. So please strengthen our faith by your great grace in Messiah Jesus' name as I teach your word. Thank you, Lord. Amen. In 2 Timothy, I'm going to read verses 6 and 7 of chapter 1 to go into our teaching today, beginning in verse 8. And we'll probably go through the end of about verse uh, 12 or so. All right, so in verse 6 or 7, Paul writes to Timothy, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Now into today's teaching. Verse 8, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So for reminder's sake, remember, Paul is locked up. He's in prison for the gospel of Messiah Jesus. What is the gospel? The gospel is that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. He was buried and on the third day he rose again according to the scriptures. That's the gospel. And Paul is a preacher of the gospel and he's locked up for righteousness sake for the gospel. Many have forsaken Paul. He's there in in a Roman prison. And you know, it's kind of like this. To be close to Paul may mean that you wind up close to Paul in a Roman jail. But Paul is reminding Timothy, well, wait a second here. This is the testimony of the Lord. This is because I am identified with the Lord Jesus, Paul says, that he's in jail. And so he, he reminds Timothy, if we're going to be identified with Messiah Jesus, then the sufferings of Messiah Jesus come with it. That's a very foreign thing to so many Christians today. It's a very foreign thing. Now they, they want the power of his resurrection, but not the fellowship of his sufferings. Listen, without the crucifixion, there's no resurrection. Without denying ourselves and taking up our cross and following Jesus, we cannot be his disciples. That's what he said. Anyhow, so, so Paul tells Timothy, don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 1, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and then to the Gentile. And, and we see this, the power of God is in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and, and the Lord Jesus, he saved us. Our Father sent Messiah Jesus that we might be saved. Yes, and, and called with a holy calling. Oh, that's something also that's becoming more and more foreign in the body of Messiah. 
we have a calling. Our Lord Jesus told us in John chapter 15, he said, you did not choose me, but I chose you, that you may go and bear fruit that will remain, meaning that it will remain forever. And to do that, we're gonna have to answer the holy calling. Well, what does this mean? This means every believer in Messiah Jesus has been called to be set apart, holy. The Lord says, be ye holy, for I am holy, says the Lord, right? And so that doesn't mean we're floating around uh, on a cloud with a harp. That's not what that means. That means we are set apart. We are set apart for God's purposes and God's plans by which he called us to walk in them. There's a passage of scripture in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, and 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Those are those holy works of grace because of the holy calling that each one of us has. And this was determined before time even began. Listen, whatever the distraction is that's keeping you from your holy calling, may the Lord deal with it today. Let's all answer the holy calling. It's very purposeful and very powerful in Messiah Jesus, right? Continuing in verse 10, with regard to these holy works of grace, which were given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, beginning verse 10, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death, hallelujah, and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, going into verse 11, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. So we see this, that the reality of this holy calling in Messiah Jesus that all of his people have that, that was determined before time began is manifested in this, this physical earth by the glorious Savior Jesus who walked in the earth, lived a sinless life, and who died on the cross for our sins. And by doing that, when he rose from the grave, he abolished death. Well, wait a second, people die every day. That's right. They step in to eternity. They step in to eternity. You see, eternal life doesn't begin when people step into eternity. It begins when they receive Jesus as Lord and they're born again or born from above. Uh, You have been, I pray, one of those people and you've known people who were one thing, they were one way, and then they got saved by Jesus and they were something else, right? And that happened to me. I was a wicked, evil creature right? Because of what sin had done in my life and because of my bondage in sin. But when I repented of my sin and received Jesus as Lord, I became a new creation. Yes? And I received eternal life. The Bible says it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It says, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I pray that describes you. Death was abolished and taken out of my life when I received Jesus as Lord. And and either I will go up in the rapture when Messiah Jesus comes before my body, this corruptible body, goes to the ground or after. 
before it would have a chance to go to the ground. That's what I pray. I pray I won't see death because we live in a generation that certainly is going to see the rapture. And so I pray that it will take place before I die. But if not, that's all right. Because to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. And whoever steps out of this life, whoever has a corruptible body that dies, their spirit goes on to be with the Lord. Why? Because Messiah Jesus abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. The gospel is a theme that you see running through 2 Timothy. Paul says, To which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason I also suffer these things, he says in verse 12. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day he is... He knows his calling, Paul does. Do you know yours? And, and he is trusting the Lord. That the Lord will by grace, as he walks in the calling that the Lord has given him, that the Lord will prepare him for that day. What is that day? Well, that day is a prophetic term that means a lot of things. It encompasses a lot. But what Paul is talking about here is the day we stand before the Lord at the Bema seat, the judgment seat of Christ is what it's called. Each one of us will be there. This isn't the judgment or for condemnation, the great white throne judgment for sinners. No, this is the one for every believer in Jesus. Well, we will experience reward or loss depending on how we have served Jesus in this life as believers. Oh, it's a very serious thing. Now listen, we're getting ready to wind up this segment, but I want to quote a great man of God and what he said with regard to that day when we all stand before the Lord. Okay? He said this, there's two days on my calendar, today and that day. And Paul is saying, I want to be ready for that day and I trust that the Lord, by grace, will prepare me for that day because I have committed my life to him. Now we're going to break in just a moment. And, uh, and, and it's going to be very special. And then we've got a special segment afterwards. Don't go anywhere. Oh, this is going to be an important program to help us all watch Therefore and be ready. I'm so very thankful for this Watch Therefore media opportunity that we have together. The Watch Therefore message stirs believers in Messiah Jesus to be right with Him, to prepare for His soon coming. The message also challenges and provokes the lost to get saved, to receive the goodness of God that draws men to repentance in Messiah Jesus. Now, I'm going to talk about how we can together work to get this media ministry out and keep it out all around the world. But before doing so, I want to remind anyone who's watching who hasn't yet received Messiah Jesus as Lord, please, if that's your situation, don't send any money to this ministry. It's our prayer that you'll receive Jesus as Lord and simply enjoy the program today. But for those of you who understand laying your treasures up in heaven where neither moth destroys nor thieves steal, listen, I can't guarantee a folder $100 or $100 in that you're going to get a 50-fold increase. But I can guarantee you that if you lay your treasures up in heaven, moths won't destroy it and thieves can't steal it. Hallelujah. So, we have an opportunity 
through this media ministry to get out the gospel, to make disciples who are authentic and preparing to see Messiah Jesus come for us in the clouds. Now, we're getting ready to go to a video that's so important. It's an update for our Send It Ahead program, the special orphans and vulnerable children we are helping at the Naka Valley Refugee Camp in Uganda. And I'll have a little bit to say about it after this important video. Take a look at this. And, and I'm telling you, you talk about laying your treasures up in heaven. This is certainly an authentic way to do just that. I've got Ken Merrill here with me. Uh, Ken was the operations manager, helped build from the ground up a big orphan village in Rwanda. He was the operations manager, was over operations for years. He's with us. Ken, I'd like you to say hello to those viewing, but also share some of the things that are in your heart you've seen and the vision we had. Now, we, we're calling this vision... Send it ahead. Send it ahead. Our Lord Jesus said, lay your treasures up in heaven, right? So we can only take with us things that are fruitful for the kingdom of God from this life. We can send it ahead. Isn't that right, Ken? That's correct. And here, uh, the pastor that we work with, Pastor Wewe, is doing everything in his power for these children. 364 children he is working with with almost nothing. He has sold land, his land to build this. Uh, he is an amazing man, but he needs water, and these children need water. With water, uh, not only for drinking, clean drinking water, but for crops, and for cleanliness, and for building more of these buildings. They need water to build, to make brick. People, we just need to get these this done, this project. Um, right now, we don't have an exact amount, but we are working on those funds and, and those amounts, and we will let you know uh, in one of these upcoming videos, how much it is going to cost uh, to, to put this water in for these people. We've already talked to the government or the people here on the camp, uh, and they say that we can build or do a borehole. So we have, have permission. Uh, we have the names of some drillers. All we need is the funds to do it with. And you could be part of saving 364 children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are many different water well companies. Some, maybe you've heard about this, uh, uh, companies that, that drill boreholes or water wells like this. We have relationships with some of them and others are being introduced to us. We're going to take care of all the details. And here's the guy who has done that and can do that. So we would ask you to pray about this. Think about this and say, Lord, what should I do? Is this a way you want me to send it ahead? Lay your treasures up in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good stuff, Amen. Ken. God bless you. Since we recorded that video, I'm happy to announce that we now have pricing and other details that make it possible to start the Send It Ahead program right now. The water well costs $16,000. Someone has sent in $1,000. We need $15,000 more for the water well, which will provide drinking water for the children and water for the crops so they will have more food. We also need money to send to the teachers monthly to help the children with their schooling on the refugee camp. You'll be able to find more details on our website, but for now, that's enough to get started. As the Lord leads, this is a great place to lay your treasures up in heaven, blessing these special children. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're about to go on location together in northern Israel for a special segment of Watch Therefore. But first, just a little bit of setup through the scriptures. This is a teaching I've been hearing about since I was a little boy. 
and we're watching it set up like never before. For many years, the Soviet Union was out of most of the Middle East, but now Russia is back. And, and these scriptures are leaping off the pages of, of the Bible. I'm going to begin in Ezekiel 38, verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rush, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him. And now this historically and geographically is Russia. Russia, under these ancient names, Russia, today's Russia. And say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rush, Meshach, and Tubal. I will turn you around and put hooks into your jaws and lead you out with all your army, horses, and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords, Persia, modern-day Iran, Ethiopia, what, beyond what is today Ethiopia, this includes much more of Eastern Africa, and Libya. This not only includes Libya today, but also uh, all the way across the uh, Northern Africa where those, today's uh, militant Muslim nations are. They're with them, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all its troops, the house of Togomar with the far north and all its people. Many people are with you. Many say Gomer is Eastern, Eastern Europe. Some would say it's the stands, you know, Kyrgyzstan uh, and, and the other stands, countries. Uh, and Togomar, many believe, is Turkey. And certainly they have done a 180 and are viciously against Israel today. Now, go down to verse 15 of Ezekiel 38. Then you will come from your place out of the far north, you and many peoples with you, all of them riding on horses, a great company and a mighty army. You will come up against my people Israel like a cloud to cover the land. It will be in the latter days. See, it's just before the coming of the Lord. It will be in the latter days that I will bring you against my land so that the nations may know me when I am hallowed in you, O Gog, before their eyes. Thus says the Lord God, are you he of whom I have spoken in former days by my servants, the prophets of Israel, who prophesied for years in those days that I would bring you against them? And the way that the Lord gets glory is you read through uh, chapter uh, 38 and then into 39 as he begins to pour out hail and brimstone out of heaven. He, he begins to pour out the armaments of heaven on this horde of nations that comes down uh, through uh, northern Israel. And where we're going on location is very close. Somewhere in that area is where this horde will come in to northern Israel. And there on the mountains of Israel, you read Ezekiel 38 and Ezekiel 39, you see the Lord begins to hammer those nations supernaturally with the armaments of heaven. Adonai Sevaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven, is going to make himself known by how he deals with these nations that come in against his people Israel in the latter days. Now this is very special what we're going to watch. We have a special guide with us named Rami who takes us into places that are off the beaten path like tours and things like that, Israel tours. They don't go to these places where, we're, where you're going to go today. It's a real special opportunity we have to watch therefore and be ready as the scriptures are leaping off the pages. We're very close here today to the Israeli-Syrian ceasefire line. Some call it a border mistakenly. It's not a border. The ceasefire line from the Yom Kippur War. And uh, this 
place is is exploding with Bible prophecy today. Sadly, quite literally, pun intended. Um, we've, we've been hearing explosions and shelling today from the uh, Syrian civil war. You've heard of the toy store, Toys R Us. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's a play on words, meaning they have every toy in the world in that store, right? Well, this is like terrorists or us uh, in Syria. Uh, there are so many different terrorist groups, and historically, Syria's been that way as they've been against Israel. Uh, Syria has been a hub intentionally of different terrorist organizations uh, with the mindset of destroying Israel, but the Word of God says, I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you with regard to Israel. And oftentimes, uh, as I've had other teachings and written in, in books, uh, Israel uh, is cursed by uh, others a certain way. Well, the Lord then curses those who curse Israel in the same way. Why am I telling you that? Because in, in Syria today, now the terrorist groups have turned on each other. And so on one side, you'll have Al-Qaeda and other Al-Qaeda affiliates fighting against another terrorist group. And, and there's, there's Shia and Sunni Islam at war with each other there in Syria. There are many different terrorist groups. There's Al-Nusra Front, there's Al-Qaeda, there's ISIS, um, and, and many others that are here. Now, uh, over in this direction, I don't know if you can see clearly or not from the camera, but there is... Uh, a, a, uh, a ghost town called Kenitra that was abandoned at wartime. And now there's a, a new Kenitra right over here. And the reason I'm pointing at that is because there are three what are called deconfliction zones uh, where uh, President Trump and the Russian leader Putin have agreed that there would be um, uh, Russian observers or what they said would be Russian police that would be stationed in there. What the, what the Russians left out was is they were going to leave in place also because it wasn't there was nothing in the agreement about it. And I, I pray for our President Trump and, and I'm thankful for him at the same time. I think he kind of got duped a little bit or he, or for one reason or another, this was not uh, a distinction that was made. Actually, what we're hearing reports of today, is that in these three areas, Kenitra being one of them, uh, that, that there are uh, not only Russian observers or peacekeeping kind of police. No, what we're hearing is there are 5,000 Russian Muslim mercenaries that are former elite military uh, Russian soldiers. And they're taking up station in these three areas, one here and others along the Israeli border. One of them is the Israeli-Syrian-Jordanian border. And there are reports coming out that now the, the, the Russian uh, troops that we're talking about are, are joined by Iranian officers and troops and Hezbollah, which are certainly just Iranian soldiers that have been stationed in Lebanon as a terrorist group against uh, Israel for many years. And so this is getting serious. Now, wh why am I talking about this? And what's so serious about it? Because what we're watching is a kaleidoscope of Bible prophecy leaping off the pages. 
what we're seeing is we're seeing Isaiah 17. And, and, and uh, certainly as I'm on location right now, I'm also, uh, you're gonna, there's going to be teaching around this segment, around this uh, on-location uh, recording that's taking place. But Isaiah 17, Ezekiel 38, Psalm 83 are coming together and leaping off the pages into this area here. And these, these speak of uh, a Lebanese military force that is in, in confederation with others to destroy Israel. These different chapters that I'm talking about speak of Russia and Persia, Iran, um, and others that come in to destroy Israel in the end times Bible prophecy scenarios. Okay? There's a military base being built within 40 miles of here, a Russian military base. Now, folks, this is very serious. This is very serious. Bible prophecy is leaping off the pages. And as it does, you see, these are part of Israel's birth pangs. These are part of Israel's birth pangs. And I've spoken and taught about um, Isaiah 66 and Matthew 24 and Mark 13 and Luke 21. How, what do I mean? I mean that Israel's birth pangs are the nations, the, world, the nations of the world's birth pangs. I say it like this. The nations have joined the labor party. The nations have joined the labor party. Israel's labor pains are the nation's labor pains. And, 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 and as uh, our tour guide today, Rami, we've been discussing, we want to pray for peace. We want to pray, we want to pray uh, for there to be stability, but we can't pray against the prophetic word. Why? Because these labor pains bring this remnant of Israel forth to be saved by Messiah Jesus when he returns. And that's what we should want. What do you mean? We should want trouble? No, no, no. The labor pains bring forth the birth. And that's what we should want. We need to get our eyes off of the temporary and get our eyes on the eternal, the, the kingdom of Messiah Jesus that's coming in as a result of these things. But make no mistake about it. The birth pangs are intensifying right before your eyes in your generation. And what should you do? Like the faithful servant... And like the name of our television show, like the faithful servant, watch for Messiah Yeshua to come for his people in the clouds and watch for the Messianic kingdom to come in. And like the, the faithful servant, watch therefore for the master to return and do what the master commanded. Be full of light, be full of Messiah Jesus, be full of the Holy Spirit. Activate, stir up the gifts that are in you in the body of Messiah. Win people to Messiah Jesus and, and think of the eternal kingdom perspective and identity the Lord's given you. Watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.